All right, hey everybody, welcome to episode 10 of the Legendary Podcast. Uh, today I'm here with Mr. Akshath Bura. How are you doing? Good, good. Thank you for having me. appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So uh, how's your day been so far? What have you been up to? Um, it's been a pretty relaxing. School started back up, you know, we've got some online classes, which you have to attend. Mm. Pain. Yeah. What were some of the teachers that you've spoken to recently? So I've spoken to my math teacher, my English teacher, my government teacher, and my econ teacher. They're kind of like the main ones. Mm-hmm. There's a Spanish one this morning, but uh, I kind of forgot about that. It. Didn't go. Yeah, a little bit yeah. unfortunate. <laughs> uh, have there been any any like teachers that you've been missing in particular? Yeah, you know been kind of hard not being able to see like my gov teacher or math teacher they're some of my favorites you know mm. are those like your two favorite classes if you're able to like rank your teachers like how do you rank them rank my teachers yeah or like rank like your classes in terms of like your favorite rank my classes how- well okay my favorite is probably probably entrepreneurship it's a really fun class mm-hmm. and then second it's probably gov gov yeah i'll say gov is second and then third, third is math, and then fourth is lit, and then like bio, econ, Spanish. Like I'm not the biggest fan of. Uh, why is that? I don't know. There's just like a lot of there's a lot of work, and like it's kind of boring. So you're more into the like less work, but like you get a lot of stuff out of it, kind of class. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I'm I think of myself as like an efficient person. I don't want to do more work than what's necessary. Mm. Gotcha. So you like to be kind of like efficient with your time, right? Right. Efficient guy. Nice, nice. So like, what are the things that you've been kind of doing over uh, the coronavirus break? The coronation? <laughs> coronation? So yeah. for me, it's been like a lot of staying home, like watching some TV, playing playing some video games, like uh, FaceTiming people, talking to friends. Because even though like I'm still at home, I still want to make sure that like I'm able to communicate with people because I'm kind of an extrovert, which means that like I get my energy from like others. So I try to make sure that I spend time with like different people like each day. So I still get the experience of that I'm like still in school. Um, I also like to go outside and like go for bike rides. I think that's like a good way to like stay active. It's really yeah. fun. So like when you're when you're riding your bike or whatever, right? Like, what are some of the the nice trails that you like to go to? Like locally around that's your true. house, or do you adventure more? Um, I'm not like a huge fancy biker like a couple of other people I know. There's like a biking group chat and they bike like 30 miles. I'm not really about that. I like to go biking on neighbor- in neighborhoods because it's like pretty chill, like wide road. And like you can go slowly and there's no complaint. Mm, gotcha, gotcha. Does your bike have like uh, the different gears? Like Yeah, yeah. it's seven, seven gears. Seven gear. You have like a mountain bike, right? I do have a mountain bike. So... I have the option of going on the grass and going on trails if need be. Uh, how does it feel like in comparison to like a, have you ridden like a normal bike before? A road bike? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I feel like the road bike is like a lot lighter. Like you get like a lot more speed on it. Uh-huh. So I, I feel like maybe in the future I might want to transition to a road bike. But I know back in Massachusetts, like having a mountain bike was kind of, kind of like necessary because there are like a lot of shortcut trails that you, you have to like go through to like get to the different places in town. Oh, that's interesting. So, like, you think, like, in Northern Virginia, would you say that the mountain bike is more effective or the road bike, or it's kind of the same for you? At least for my purposes, I think the the road bike would probably be more effective because I don't go on trails here. I just, just like, bike around the neighborhood for fun. 
Mm-hmm. What about in college? Like, do you think you'd want to take your mountain bike with you or look into different options? I don't think I'd want to have a bike in college. I feel like that'd be kind of a pain. I'd be looking to buy an electric skateboard for college. That'd be pretty cool. Ooh, a skateboard. Like a, what are, what are those things like the, called? Like the boosted board, yeah. Boosted board? What about yeah, like an electric yeah. scooter? Um, I'm not a big fan of electric scooters because they're like handlebars. And like, you can't, it's hard to like hold. But a skateboard, you can just like, you can just like hop on like throw uh, like like carry something because you only need one you only need to have one hand for your remote control so it's pretty cool mm, yeah for the people that don't know you're pretty big on the on the ripstick right you have a lot oh. of ripsticks in your house <laughs> i do i have three ripsticks in my house um mm-hmm. when i was younger it used to be like the big thing Every, whenever someone goes to my house i try to teach them how to ripstick because it's a fun experience and it's a fast way to get around the basement mm, gotcha How'd you kind of like pick up ripsticking? Did you kind of just like travel around your neighborhood, have someone teach you? So I just like, so um, I got my first ripstick back when I was in Massachusetts. I got like a ripstick mini. And then I never really figured out how to ride it. Like it was like really complicated. But then after moving here, like um, in my basement, there's like, uh, it's, it's, like synth- it's like synthetic hardwood floors. Like you can actually like ride stuff on it. It won't get damaged. Mm. So like I decided like one, like one afternoon, like, okay, might as well like try and ride the ripstick around. Like mm-hmm. I taught myself like in a couple of days and then I went from there. Yeah. Do you ever like longboard as well? Or is it? Been no, no, it's ripstick? just exclusively ripsticking. Mm. Do you think like the technique is harder on the ripstick? Cause I know that like you kind of have to like wiggle or whatever, but it's like, yeah, kinda, I'd say, it's kind of daunting like, at first. Yeah. I think it's, it's pretty daunting at first. Like you think it's a lot a really difficult, but I feel like you just have so much more control on the ripstick. Like you can make much tighter turns than you can on like skateboards. Mm, gotcha. Do you feel like you'd be comfortable like riding it for like 30 minutes or something? Like It's a lot of work. I don't think I could ride it for 30 minutes. My legs would definitely get tired. So it's designed for like, kind of just like short short trips or whatever. Right. It's for, like messing around. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. But overall, do you think you'd like biking more than skateboarding in college? Or you, you said you wanted the electric board, right? Yeah, I want to electric skateboard. I feel like that'd be fun. So biking now is just kind of like around the neighborhood. Yeah, it's around the neighborhood, just gets exercise, get out of the house a little. Gotcha, gotcha. Have you been doing like any driving at all or have you been primarily at home? Um, I've like left the house like once or twice over current occasion, but I'd mostly staying at home. Okay, gotcha. So like how, how have you been able to like kind of entertain yourself? You know, because staying at home for a lot of people can be a challenge. It's really, it's really daunting, yeah. So what I like to do is I like to like break up my day. Like I'll be like, okay, play video games for like this amount of time. I'm going to watch TV for this amount of time. I'm going to talk to people for like this amount of time. So I make sure I like, have a balance of everything. And so I don't get too bored of one thing. Mm, gotcha, gotcha. What are some of the things that kind of keep you busy or keep you entertained? Um, so I like to like, um, like hang out with my sister a little bit like at home like we usually like play like ping pong or like play like chess or stuff like that yeah. keep them okay keep them mind busy but then gotcha. beyond but then beyond that i like to um like the rest of the time usually like in my room like like playing video games or i will go downstairs and like play xbox or something like that like you gotta like mix it up and like get a good variety mm. so do you feel like you do the same thing every day or do you kind of like switch it up based on how you're feeling I feel like I tend to do the same things every day, but since I'm not doing them for a long amount of time, I got bored quite yet. Mm, gotcha. What's like one thing that you've been trying to pick up recently that you think that like maybe you didn't have the time to like back then, but like you're trying to incorporate it now? Um, Has it been anything like that? I've been trying to get better at playing guitar, actually. I've been like, 
I've, I've been oh. playing for like a, a while now and like I've been trying to like kind of improve my skills over break because I have more time oh. on my hands. It's okay. I don't, I don't know you play the guitar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you have an acoustic? I do have an acoustic. Nice. So you picked it up back in uh, Massachusetts or what did you pick? Right. Guitar? Yeah. I, I played it in elementary school back in Massachusetts, but then I took a, I, like, I, I stopped playing like in middle school, but then like I picked it back up like recently. Mm. Do you think like that's something that you could uh, pick up in college that you'd want to continue? Or is it just kind of like a once in a while kind of thing? I don't know. I feel like I want to keep it like just for like fun sometimes because it's always just like fun to like hit some chords and like call it a day. Yeah, gotcha. It kind of is one of those like girl magnets, you know? All right. Yeah. (laughs) Good point. Good point. Right, right. Do you play any other musical instruments or is that? No, I don't. I used to play like clarinet in like middle school. Okay. Squidward? Squidward. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I, I played a little bit of piano, but nothing, nothing major. Nice, nice. Oh, I forgot awesome. the classic, the recorder in third grade, you know? Ooh, yeah. Were you nice with the recorder? <laughs> I was pretty nice with the recorder. Yeah. Dude, like, I started the recorder because I, I went started in uh, private school mm-hmm. for uh, kindergarten or whatever. So, like, we, we got nice with the recorder early. So, you already know, like, third grade, I was hitting up that general music. I already knew, like, all the notes and stuff. So. Oh, so you were, like, super yeah. nice. I mean, like, I just, I don't know. I just kind of, like, looked at, um, like, songs that are popular. Like, I think Lady Gaga or whatever. And, like, I could I could say, like, hey, I could play Lady Gaga on the recorder. And then, like, I don't know. That was, like, pretty impressive at the time. Oh, so that's, so that's, how, you, that's, that's how your elementary school went. You were a pretty popular guy, Jason. Um, You know, I wouldn't say I'm, I was that popular. I'd just say, like, some of the things that I do are noticeable. And, right. Uh, yeah. Kind of like you. Oh, okay, got you. <clears throat> All right, yeah. So uh, let's talk about you a little bit because you have a pretty, pretty wide, you know, uh, wide range of clubs that you do that you're, you know, pretty good at. You do for one, you do Rocketry Club, right? Right. So, so uh, how, how how's that kind of been for you? So I've been doing Rocketry for four years, fresh since freshman year, and this year I'm one of the I'm a captain and I'm also logistics officer so I'm one of the three three club officers and it's it's been pretty fun it's it like for the past three years it's been like pretty uh it's been a lot different than this year because for the like last three years there's a lot more like it was a lot less like hands-on and there was like a lot more instruction from our mentor Mr. Woodford but then this year once like the current president vice president and I all stepped into power we talk we talked to him we want to be like hey we're like hey can you like step down a bit so we can give we can get some more power for ourselves and like gave our uh, team members more freedom and he agreed to it. So it's been a lot more like relaxed this year and like we have a lot more opportunity to teach people stuff and they have enough, a lot of opportunities to grow on their own. So I think that's, I think that's a lot better. Mm, gotcha, gotcha. So like what are some of the things that obviously you guys like build rockets, right? right. But what's kind of like the process that you guys do like after school or outside of school that can like lead to a successful rocket? Gotcha, gotcha. So yeah. we participate in this competition called TARC, which stands for the American Rocket Challenge. And basically you have to build a rocket that flies to a certain height within a certain amount of time and has to like carry like one like is carry like an egg, which is called like the payload. Uh, um so like that's like the that's like our goal. We wanna get like we wanna get like we have to do stuff called qualifications flights, which means we have to fly our rocket uh twice and like we get po- we, uh, you're given points based on like how far off it is from the correct height and how far off it is from the correct time. And obviously the lower the score, the better. 
So they average your two, you average your two flights, and then you send it off to the target company. And then the top 100 teams in the nation, for score points wise, they go to they go to they get to go to finals, which is the ultimate goal for us as a club. And we went to finals my sophomore year, and we placed like 24th in the nation. So that was like that was a really good experience for me, and that's what really like got me into rocketry and like super motivated to try my best to like get a leadership position and run my own team someday. Um, on the process of how the club works is we meet once a week every Thursday, and usually uh, we'll start we'll start with like a quick little overview of the meeting uh, given by one of the one of the officers, and then we'll break off into our individual team. Oakton Oakton High School has four separate teams, and each team has their own captain. And then each team also so so first like each team is like work to like come up with the design, and then once you have the design, you like split it you split it up in uh, split up the different parts among your teammates, ask them to build it, and then you assemble it together. And then about once uh, once a month, you go to Great Meadows, and then we launch the rockets and see how they do. Mm. It's like when you guys are kind of like splitting up, so each each like group would make their own rocket, right? Right. Okay. So like, does is each person responsible for a specific part of that rocket, or do you guys kind of work together to build it? So the way I run my team is I personally like to like get like groups of people working on different things. So I'll be like, okay, you three are going to be working on the fins. You three are going to be working on the payload, and you two are going to be working on the body, stuff like that. Okay. And then how do you guys kind of assemble it? Do you guys have the supplies like there at school? Do you bring right, your own supplies right, yeah. at home? All the supplies are purchased for us by, through club funds. It's like $100 to join the club. So we take all that money, and then we use it to buy all the materials we need. Okay, gotcha. So it's kind of like you pay your, your dues, and then everybody gets to use the materials that they need. Yes, exactly. And then we use leftovers from last year and stuff like that. Mm, cool. Do you know like the highest that your rockets ever gone? Do they ever uh, measure that? Feet wise? Yeah. So there are actually like different types of rockets that like we have at our school. And there's this thing called a NASA SLI, which is like this competition where like you build like a super huge rocket and then fly it. And okay. like depending and depending on like the size of the motor, like that that dictates how high the rocket can go. And like the lower the letter, like the higher the more powerful the motor, the higher the rocket goes. So like this SLI rocket, like can go really high. It's somewhere around like like four thousand feet, I think, is what they're what they targeted. Something yeah. ridiculous like that. So that's pretty cool. But mm-hmm. don't don't quote don't quote me on that. I'm not sure. Okay, gotcha. So uh, yeah, so that pretty much sums it up for rocketry. I don't really know, like, kind of. The details of like what the objective is for the rock or whatever. I thought it was just kind of like flying into the air. <laughs> I don't know. But outside of rocketry, you do the other clubs. You do uh, you did cross country a little bit. I did. I did. I did cross country for uh, two two years. Two years. Mm-hmm. Did track and field. I did. So you're a, a long distance runner, right? How's that experience been for you? Um. I'm not as into it now as I once was, but back in sophomore year, like that was, that was probably my favorite activity. I really enjoyed running because I felt like it was something that I could excel at and something that like I had a chance of like uh, fighting about fighting for a varsity spot for. But then you know, junior year came up, and that's like obviously the most stressful year for college applications, and I had to back out so I could focus on school, and that was a little bit unfortunate, and I wasn't really able to pick it back up senior year. Mm-hmm. What do you think, like, was the hardest part about kind of participating in, like, a, a running sport? Like, your body or, like, the time, the time sensitivity? What was the I say, factor? 
I say it's 100% a mental game, no matter like what people say. It's your like your body starts to like uh, starts to like cramp up and starts to hurt, but you're not at your physical limit. Like when your body, when your mind says like you're what your mind wants out, like you can like go like what like 30% harder. Like even when your mind starts to like say no, no, no. So it's breaking past that mental barrier and like being able to push yourself beyond like what you think is possible. And like those are like the elite runners. And unfortunately for me, I just didn't have that mental strength to like push past the pin. Mm-hmm. So like in a in a five k right, which is the five kilometer base that you do during cross country, right? What what's kind of like the the mental strategy or the mindset that you want to go into before a race? Do you yeah. like try to like motivate yourself, pace yourself? How does that go? So for me, I know that like I usually go out really fast, which means that like my first mile is a lot faster than my other two miles wise. So I try to like take the first mile like slower, like in my head, I'm like, okay, pace myself out so I don't burn out and like I'm able to finish the race. So like that's like the big mental game for me. Um, before the race, like, like pre-race wise, I try to stay calm and like, like because I, I tend to like panic a lot. So I try to just like stay calm, not worry and like don't think about motivating myself and just like relax, and, like get in the groove and like pretend to tell myself the race is going to be fine. Mm-hmm. On, uh, on race days, like, um, because the races are pretty far, right? Do you guys race on the weekends? Yep. Weekends are, uh, so the races are usually Saturdays for like some stuff called invitationals, which are races like throughout like Virginia and like Maryland, North Carolina, like close, uh, places that are close. Mm-hmm. Um, but like stuff that are stuff called league meets, which is just like between like the four schools in our district are usually held on Wednesdays, but I, I didn't really race in those. So. Gotcha, gotcha. If you had to rank kind of like the courses that you competed in, maybe like Albemarle, Fork Union, uh, Great American, Knights Crossing, which one do you think was like your, your favorite experience and why? Okay. Um, I never, I don't, I don't think that like I was like a really good racer. So I, I never felt good after a race. Like I didn't think I worked hard enough. But if I had to pick my favorite course, it would probably be uh, the Adidas slash Great American course, which is like, the course in Cary, North Carolina, that the NC State team uses to practice on. It's okay. a really nice course because, like, the first first mile is like all downhill, so you can like you glide out really hard. And there's there just aren't a lot of hills. In the second, it's just like the second mile is just like a stretch, and then like the third the third mile is like it's, it's like rolling hills. So like you go up hard one, but then you can you can close down the other. The only thing that I don't like about that course is the last 600 is like a slight uphill. So it's really hard to dig and like kick like uh, when you're running uphill. But that's just me. Like that's definitely my favorite. And then after that, it'd be Knights Crossing, which is like a full flat course, like no hills at all. So it's just like a normal run. It's pretty relaxed. Um, Silesianum, Abermarl, and Fork Union. I didn't really like any of those courses because they're all, they all had hills. And like I really don't like hills because I can never like grind myself over them because I don't have like a lot of leg strength because I'm a smaller guy. So this, those races just weren't really it for me. Mm, gotcha. Do you think like um, if you weren't to pick up track, you'd pick up a different sport? Like, what are some of the backup sports that you're interested in? I really like playing sports like basketball, soccer, frisbee, like I'll literally play any sport. Like I love just like being active and like playing games because I'm really competitive. So like no matter like what the game it is, if it's like pick up football, I'm always down. Like I'm always just like fine to play any sport. It's just like the issue is I'm not really good. At any, like I'm not like strong enough or big enough to like excel at any of these sports. But I'd say like I'm decent at everything. So like I'd play anything. So that's the plan for college is like I play a lot of intramural sports, like get a, get a good team together, maybe win some stuff. It should be fun. 
All right, nice, nice. So uh, outside of your running career and your street career, you also have some business aspirations. You know, you do a little bit of DECA. Um, right. How did that kind of come to be for you? So I remember it's at the end of my sophomore year, I did this internship called I Start Valley. So basically this introduced me to like the business, like the business side of like the world. So before that, I was kind of like a huge CS guy. Like I took a lot of computer science classes in school. I did like a lot of like CS stuff outside of school, like robotics, stuff like that. So like I was just really, really into CS. But then after this internship, like uh, we basically worked with like startup companies and like talked about like how they're and like worked with them, like see how they're going to grow and what their plan is. And like for, and like that really just like stuck out to me. Like it was like super exciting watching like them go from like nothing to something. And like that kind of excited me. So from there, I, I became like a little bit uh, interested in business. So I took the entrepreneurship elective. And then after taking the entrepreneurship elective, I got the chance to participate in DECA which is this competition that simulates like uh, fin- simulates the financial word, uh, world by competing in stuff called uh, role plays, which basically gives you like a business situation and you have to come up with a solution and deal with it. And like, I found that really, really exciting having to like think on the spot and like coming up with, coming up with something immediately. Like that's just really exciting to me. And then from there, like I realized that like, hey, maybe I'm not so much of a CS guy and like maybe I'm more of a business guy. And I guess like that's and that's where I am today. Where I want to do something. What I want to like major in business, but I still want to have a minor in computer science, so I can balance my two interests. Mm-hmm. So, like for the role plays, what are some of the examples that you've had in the past at a at some of your like SLC or your ICDC competitions? Um, a lot of them tend to do with like like competing like the business finance one, which a lot of them tended uh, tended to be like. Uh, how uh, so? Here's here here's a company's financial data. Um, but they're losing they're losing they're losing this uh, market segments. So for example, like they're not doing a good job targeting millennials and they're losing money. How are we going to allocate our funds to change our like supply distribution so that we can best target uh best target this new demographic of millennials? And then you have to come up with a solution like that. Okay, nice, nice. Do you think like uh, outside of role plays and then the other stuff that you do? There are other kind of like categories that you'd be interested in. Um, at the beginning of this year, I tried. I did a little bit of hospitality tourism, which is a lot, which a lot posts a lot more like the hotel industry. Like it's like starting a brand new hotel area and stuff like that. And I thought that was I thought that was pretty cool as well. Like I feel like no matter what the role play was or no matter what the category was, like I was. It's just exciting for me to like not know what to expect and like go into it and like have a surprise. So I feel like as long as I have the role play, like the role play in general, like I'll be fine no matter what the topic is, or I'll be interested. Nice. So kind of outside of um, when you're competing, do you guys ever do some team bonding exercises or like I heard some deck of people do like escape rooms, maybe ice cream. Did you guys like ever do stuff like that? <laughs> um, not individually my partner but as a club on this on those trips to like icdc or the trips to like slc like we got usually got a group together to like go hang out and like it was just really fun like i really enjoyed that that part about deca because beyond just being like competition like it, there's like a lot of social thing like i know the oakton deca club like puts on a lot of like excellent like social events thanks for like our great officer team they do they do a really good job of like getting make, making sure that every single member is engaged mm, gotcha gotcha would you say that like deca is one of your favorite clubs I would say that DECA is probably my favorite club. Yes. Mm. Is there something that you can do similarly like in college with the kind of like business aspects? Um, there is collegiate DECA. There's collegiate DECA. 
So that might be something that I want to consider going into college. Okay, gotcha. So between kind of like business and computer science and entrepreneurship, like, well, entrepreneurship kind of ties in with business. But like, um, where do you think that your kind of passion lies? Because I've heard in the past that you want to do like something IT related. You take in advanced computer science, you're in entrepreneurship. Where, where do you think like you kind of fall in between the fine line between computer science and business? I wouldn't say it's such a fine line. I would say that like in today's world, it's a lot more integrated, especially in these like big IT companies like Google, Amazon, Facebook, like all these companies, they need to have like a strong business people, like financial analysts, like managers, all these people. I find myself slotting into one of those rules, roles because I do understand a little bit of the technical side. So I can, uh, so I can work with like these, like work directly with programmers. I don't need like, and I don't need like someone to like translate or explain it to me. Like I can understand what they're doing. And with my strong business background, I can also understand the whole uh, managerial aspect, which means that like I can, uh, which means that, like I can work like together, like uh, breaking apart roles, putting people together, and all of that stuff. Mm. So, like for computer science, kind of like business people like yourself, um, do you think like the majority of the time you're working on kind of like app development, or you said that you had like some logistic managing position kind of aspirations what would you want to like kind of do in the future if you um if you end up in that area um i think like probably like the the logistics ma- uh, ma- uh, managerial like position is probably just like somewhere something good for me because i personally like i really like working with like a group of people like i find it fun because again i'm an expert which means i get my energy from others so like having a good group of people to like work with and like talk to and like um bounce like uh like stuff like that. I feel like that's just that place like all my strengths and I feel like I'm, I'm I have a strength in like planning and like delegating and those kind of like leadership qualities. So uh-huh. I think that probably ends that'll probably end, that'll probably be where I end up in the future is the goal. Okay, gotcha. If that doesn't work out, do you have kind of like a backup plan if you don't find like a passion in business or computer science? What's something else that you would be interested in? Those are my like two main passions. But I know that when I was younger, I was a big fan of like astrology. Uh, sorry, astronomy. And I also like do still like really like geography and history. So like in um like those would be like my like backup backup options if I really just don't like computer science or if I really don't like business. But since I've been doing them for like the past like seventeen years, like I think like I'm pretty sure that I know what I want to do. Okay. Cool. Cool. So like um kind of like when you're in college and stuff, what are some of the things that you're going to be looking for freshman year? Um, you know, like trying to find internships maybe or just kind of like settling in with some of your friends. What are you hoping to gain out of your freshman year? Right. So for those of you who don't know, I'm going to be going to Carnegie Mellon University in the fall and um, I'll be attending the business school. And the business school has around 150 people for each year. Uh, so like there'll be 150 in the incoming freshman class. and um, the good thing about that Carnegie Mellon University is that it gives you like a huge opportunity to find internships uh, as like a lot of like the big like uh, IT recruiters like Google, Facebook, Amazon, all these companies are looking for like these uh, are looking for the CS guys at Carnegie Mellon, which is one of the top computer science universities in the nation. So there's there's like, a lot of connection and ways for like people to secure internships. And my goal is to like try and get an internship with one of these like big companies, even though that's like really unlikely. And but there's still like there's still always still other like smaller companies who are coming to look for uh, who are coming to look for internships at the university. So I really want to secure an internship because that usually leads to a job in the future. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So uh, in high school, you also did um, robotics, right? 
Right. So that's kind of like the programming computer science thing. Yeah. I think you could use any of that experience for kind of like what you wanted to do um, in like the computer science business world. I think so. I think like robotics gives me like a decent background of how I understand how, to understand how app development works, like how like machine learning works, how all of like that stuff works. So I think it's like a decent, I think it's like a decent like base in the computer science world. I feel like I would not have learned as much as I did without going to robotics. Mm-hmm. For the people that don't know, were you on the FRC team, FTC team? Did you like building, programming? Um, I did. I did programming, and I did both FTC and FRC. Okay. Which one did you like more? What do you say? I felt like I think I like FRC more because it's a lot bigger. You get a lot more. It's a lot more like attention, and like it's a lot more like effort and energy put into it. So I like the outcomes just a lot better. I feel. Uh huh. Because I feel like um, Oakton Robotics puts a lot more funding into the FRC team as well, which means that like the FRC teams do tend to be like a lot, um, a lot stronger than the FTC teams. Mm. Gotcha, gotcha. So, do you do like any other clubs at Oakton? I know that like those are your main ones that you kind of compete in. Did you do yeah. anything else that you're kind of like passionate about that people might not know? Those are my four main clubs that I do in Oakton. I didn't really do anything else at school. I like to hop by for school events though stuff like chinese new year things like that like if if a club's hosting like an event that sounds fun to me i'll be happy to like come stop by and like support them Mm. i know that like i went to like the best buddies like valentine's day dance i went to chinese new year all that stuff okay so you're pretty kind of you're kind of interested in like the all of the like those clubs right i feel like i like i like seeing my friends and like i like seeing like all the things that they do so like whenever they ask they ask for like they want me to come support them like i'll be happy to so like i try to attend like all the sporting events i try to like do all that stuff so yeah what's like um one of the biggest things that you're gonna kind of miss from oakton specifically um now that we're seniors we're not gonna be able to like go go back what's gonna be like the biggest thing for you for me it's i want to i'm gonna say like the people like i made so many awesome friends there that I, I don't know if I'll, be able be, I'll ever be able to see again. And there's just so many, also like so many great teachers there that I'm going to miss. Like I've met, like, also made like great connections with them. And like, I don't know. So hopefully when I come back and when I come back uh, for like breaks, I'm going to try and come back to the school and like visit. And hopefully, you know, sometime the construction that's going on at Oakton will be over, which for those of you who don't know, our school is under, has been under renovation for the past four years. So I'm really looking forward to like the completed products. And yeah. Yeah. How has the renovation kind of affected school life? Do you think it's made like a big impact, small impact, kind of indifferent? What, what would you say? I would say that the only major impact I can see is like the travel times to class, like um, they increased. And from there, like that, they realized they had to increase like the travel time periods, which means like they took away, they took away a little bit of time from something called cougar time, which we had, which was kind of like a free period. And because okay. we didn't have that, because we didn't have that free period, we lost time in the free period. Like it became harder to like get homework and stuff done. But that's that's the only complaint that I have. Okay, gotcha. So before you kind of came to Oakton, you were in different areas a lot of the time. So you went to Luther Luther Jackson. Cool. <laughs> I went to Luther Jackson for half a year. Yes, half a year. Okay, and then where were you for the other half of the year? I was back in Massachusetts. I lived in Massachusetts for like the first thirteen years of my life. Grew up there. And it's a lot different than being in Virginia. It's mm-hmm. it's very interesting. I feel were like you in, yeah. Go ahead. Were you in Boston or where were you kind of? It's it's like it's like thirty minutes up from Boston. It's near like the city in the middle of Massachusetts. It's in like Western Massachusetts. It's 
It's near the city called Worcester. I live in this town called Northborough. Northborough? Okay. What's like the biggest difference between kind of Northern Virginia and your life over there? I would definitely say it's like, it's like the way the town's like connected and like everything works. Like there were like, there were 200, there were like 200 people in my grade. And I knew like, I pretty much, and like you grew up with them from like elementary school. So like I pretty much knew everyone. And like, that was like, um, a, that was like a really, really cool thing. And everything in the town was like, or like a bike ride away. Like I could bike to all my friends' houses. I could bike to the center of town. I could bike to the park. And like, and like, like that's kind of like where like everything worked. Like, it's not like, it's not like here where you have to like go drive all the way to like your friend's house. You can just like, you hop, you hop on the bike, you go, you like go hang out at the library, you go hang out at the park, you go like, you go hang out at a restaurant and like, that's just the way it works. So mm-hmm. I feel like everything's just that's a lot nice. more like, everything's a lot more like interconnected and like, you kind of just show up and things happen. Yeah. So you feel like you kind of know your friends more. Uh, I do. More closely like. over there. Yeah. yeah. What are some of the things that you guys would, um, you talked about biking, like, were there a lot of activities that you guys did over there that you miss or that you're not able to do here in Virginia? I guess like the, there's like two main things that we did. Like the first main thing was like go to the library. The library had this thing called like a teen room and for like all like um, like middle schoolers. So we usually went there and like played video games there. Like they had like the, they had like a, they had, they had a TV. You could play like Xbox, stuff like that. Like it's just like really fun for like 10 of us to go sit down and like just like hang out together. And it's just, yeah. it's, it's a good experience. The other thing we did was like we, we went to like the park to like go like ride bikes or like go to the playground, like play some soccer and stuff like that. So like mm-hmm. go mess around also. There's the two main things. I feel like mm-hmm. back there, like I was like outside a lot more. Like I wasn't really like at, stuck at home. Yeah. Were you kind of nice at soccer? Do you think like, how long did you play soccer? I played soccer until eighth grade. Oh, okay. So you're, you played that for a while. Yeah. I played goalkeeper. I wasn't really like an offensive position. Oh, goalkeeper. Then, yeah. So. And to be good at, to be good goalie, it's just all about like reaction times and like, I feel like after like not playing in eighth grade, like I just didn't, I like didn't have the urge to try it for like the soccer team because I just didn't think I'd make it as a goalkeeper because I usually, they usually take, they take like one goalkeeper for one or two goalkeepers per team. And I don't know if like I was one of those like top two on like this area. Gotcha, gotcha. Do you think like being in the goalkeeper is the most fun position for you? It's a lot of pressure, right? I, it's a lot of pressure, but like you're also you're also like this, you're, I feel like you're like the central tap team. Like you're the one who's commanding. You're the one who's commanding the back lines because you can see the whole field. You can see um, like you can see like who's out of position. You can see like what attack the opponents are using, and you can um, you can see like where the ball is going to come. And like I feel like that's like a lot more fun for me because it's a lot more of a strategical position than people give it credit for. Yeah. Would you say that like for in terms of video games, you're into more like strategic games and like shooters or, or sports? What's kind of like your field? Yeah, I would definitely say that I'm into more. Str- I would definitely say that I'm into more strategic games because like I really like puzzles and like puzzle solving. So like the strategic games like really appeal to that sense of me. Mm. What are some examples of some of the strategic games that you've been playing? Um, like exclusive, like purely strategic game would probably be would be something right, like just like has some aspect of strategy to it, like chess, league. <laughs> I I do really enjoy chess. I'm like like back in like freshman year, sophomore year, I was like actually quite good. Thirteen hundred, like four, thirteen hundred, fourteen hundred, like around there, elo wise. Uh-huh. But I haven't played like in the past like two three years. I only played when my friends asked me to play, so I've gotten a little rusty. Uh-huh. But I feel like chess is a really it's just like a really fun game in general because there's really like no there's no there's no luck involved in chess, and that's what I really like about it. Mm. What's then, like your what's your favorite opening? You play Italian game, right? I play Italian game. Yes, I feel like Italian Italian game just gives you like a huge like a, a white side at least. Italian game like opens up the whole board for you. 
you can and you can pressure your opponent out to like making blunders and like you get control you get control like both diagonals really easily if you fianchetto like the uh the left side bishop uh-huh. so like it's like it's just really easy it really it's just really easy to work with that black side i tend to play sicilian because sicilian is just like probably the safest opening on black and even though it's not as open as like the rest of the openings it's just a lot more defensive so Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been like kind of, of a big debate between like a lot of the grandmasters. If you were to say like which one is more valuable between the bishop and the and the knight, which one would you would you say? I say the bishop is more valuable than the knight. Mm. Personally, mm, no, I said that. Actually, no, I think the knight is more because the knight sets, the knight sets up all the awkward forks and the awkward pressure, pressures. The bishop uh-huh. just bishop is a zo- bishop is a zoning tool, and for my playing style, like I keep my I I think I use. I use bishops more be, uh, because, like, they give me the zone control because uh-huh. I uh, so I can zone my opponent off of like making certain moves. But the knight is just like so, has so much more pressure, and you can set up so many more plays with the knight. It's a lot. The knight is a lot flash is a lot flashier than the bishop. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Would you say like your strength is in your kind of early game, late game, kind of you know looking for forks? Where is your specialty and where is your weakness when it plays to chess? I feel like my str- my strength is playing um, playing so that I don't make mistakes. I tend to I tend to make very few mistakes. If I'm in the zone, I'm playing a good game. I don't make mistakes. I might not have like the most. Ag- I don't make aggressive plays. Like I make a lot of like conservative, safe plays and set up and wait for my opponent to mess up and then strike. Mm, gotcha. It's kind of the same way I play ping pong, actually. <laughs> uh. So would you say like overall, like when it comes to games or like strategy or whatever, you tend to be more conservative in the beginning, kind of like looking over what the other person is doing, and then when you feel like you can like find an opportunity, like like strike for that. Yeah, I okay. I'm like I'm really impulsive, which means I don't hesitate at like even if it's a small opportunity, and even if it's, if it's not like the best opportunity, if I see it, I'm gonna take it. And sometimes you know it doesn't really work out, but sometimes it also like it's like a home run play. Okay, but I so, usually, but I, but I usually like to wait around the beginning. I like to start out. I like to start out a little defensively and see what's up. Overall, would you say that you're more of a risk taker than like a not a risk taker? Do you feel like you take a lot of big risks in general? In general, I'm not sure. I feel like I would say that I'm the more conservative person. Like I don't take like huge risks. I don't want to because I don't want to like ruin things. I feel like I enjoy things like like I feel like I like I'm just like chilling. I'm enjoying something. Well, I don't want to take a risk and like ruin it. Mm. What do you think is the biggest risk that you've like taken in your life? In my life, ooh, that's yeah, a big. That's, one. that's a hard question, but that's like a hard question. I'd say the biggest risk that I've taken is. Hmm. I can give you mine if you want to think about it. You can go for it. Yeah, I'll I'll take yours. I think like. Uh, because I'm half Chinese, so like a lot of people in my family, uh, especially on my Chinese side, we're like looking into kind of um, what language I was learning, like whether or not I was learning Chinese. Because most people that like grew up in a Chinese household like learn Chinese, but for me, like for my parents, like we took a risk on learning Spanish instead. Um, right. And I think like to this day, like I I don't know, I do think it was like a, a interesting choice. I think because like. I don't know. Spanish for me has been like pretty fun and I didn't know if I'd be able to like get to learn Chinese in high school or if it would be better for me. But like, I don't know. I think overall, like I see it a lot, even though I do see Chinese. So I think that was a big risk that I took. For the record, I do enjoy Spanish class with you. It's very fun. Okay. Okay, buddy. You don't need to. 
<laughs> Give me the waterworks, okay. man. All right, all right. Okay. So I'd say I'd say my biggest group would be like my biggest risk that I've taken is like changing friend groups because it's like oh. it's like a, it's, it's like a really hard thing to do, you know, like switching like friend groups. But I felt like that I wasn't in a situation where like I was able to enjoy myself or where I was happy. So I decided to you know, make the change, and you know, ended up working out for the better. Okay. All right. Nice. Do you think you're going to be taking a lot of risks in college, or do you think you're going to kind of shy away freshman year? Um, I'd say that I'm a really extroverted person, so like I need for. So I feel like I'm going to be the guy who's like going around like campus, being like, "Hey, what's up? Who are you?" Uh-huh. <laughs> which, which might be kind of annoying. Which, by the way, if you don't know me, then I'm I'm like kind of, I'm like really you know. But I feel like you know sometimes some like for some people it's going to stick. Like at least for like the shower people, like they're going to be like, oh, "Okay, this guy's kind of cool. He's like okay to talk to." I feel like that's one of my strengths as a person. I feel like I'm easy. To, I feel like I'm easy to talk to. So, yeah. Are you like kind of the guy that would, if you saw someone like running on the on the sidewalk and you're running, would you just kind of focus on your run? Um, I would probably stay on my run. I don't, I feel like it'd be weird for me to like randomly run over and be like, "Hey, what's up?" If if I like um, but. I feel yeah. I feel like running, especially, is just like you're in the zone, and it's just awkward to like go run with, like run, like run rep randomly, like mess up someone's flow. But I feel like if if like I saw someone like you know like like you know I feel like if I'm in my dorm and like I see like the person next to me like moving in, I'd probably pop in and say like, "Hey, what's up? I'm your dorm mate. I'm the person who's living next to you." And then for me, like I'd be like that. So like you would you would say hi to people that like you have connections with, right? Exactly. Okay, gotcha. Like same person on campus. Okay. Right. Exactly. Or like I'll, I'll probably like I'll find like some like in like a new class. I'll probably hey. Mm-hmm. So that's why like because I think my favorite thing is like making new friends and meeting new people. Like I really like I really like having like a lot of friends to talk to or a lot of people to like meet with and like that's that's just like it makes life like exciting and like entertaining. Because like that's the way I get my validations from others. Yeah. For the people who would uh, kind of like make allegations that you're, you know, like a kiss ass, <laughs> uh, what, what, what would you kind of say to that, like to your personality? What would I say to that? Why do you I think would... they, they would say that you're a kiss ass and what do you have to say? Like, I feel that? like they, they say that I'm a kiss ass because I tend to like, I, I tend to like be friends with like anyone and like I always, like I don't like treat any one person like more especially than the others, than the other. So like that means that like I'm like pretty chill with my teachers. Like they're, I have to treat them as like my friend. And I guess like some people who say that think like that like I prioritize other people over them. But I don't do that. I treat every person the same. I try to send like I try to spend like equal amounts of time with like everyone. So like so like because I, I don't like the worst thing for feeling for me is like knowing that like I hurt someone. So I try to like avoid that at all costs. But that's me. Mm. So I can see I can see where they come from because like they think like I'm talking to my teachers like I'm talking to like I'm talking to girls like you know just like whatever. Yeah. Do you feel like you'd be kind of the person to ask the most questions like in a in a lecture in college or no? I don't ask questions at all. I feel like people ask questions are really annoying. Really. Really annoying. I don't mind asking questions in like a one-on-one setting, like because then that way I'm like not bothering anyone else. But I feel uh, like if you ask questions, like if you like stop the lecture, like raise your hand and be like, oh, "I have a question," like I don't know. I feel like it slows down the pace of the class. And but I understand why. I under- <laughs> <laughs> but I understand why people do it because like they're they're a little bit stuck. 
So like I understand that, but then people who ask like off-topic questions that are like random, that's just like what? Yeah. Do you feel uh, like some classes you take seriously than than others? I think so. I definitely. It, yeah, it depends on. I think it depends on the teacher. It depends on the class, like in the environment of the class. Like if the class is like pretty open, the teacher's pretty chill. Like I don't mind having fun and goofing off. But if the uh, teacher's a lot more serious and like strict and like gets mad, then like I tend to like chill out and like just sit in the corner and not say anything. Okay, interesting. What do you think is like one of the biggest misconceptions of you that you'd kind of like like to debunk? Like to debunk? Uh, yeah. I don't know. What people talk talk about me behind my back. Why don't you give me one? Uh, you're you're a big kiss ass. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you, man? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. Because I feel uh, like that's what most people think of when they think of big kiss. Sometimes. <laughs> that's okay. It's okay. They can think. They can think what they want. But and yeah, I guess I I do come off like that. I'm because I'm I'm like I don't know. I feel like I'm a little bit like on the charismatic side. Like I have a lot of energy yeah. and like I talk a lot. But, yeah, so but that, that's just that's just who you are, you know. Like you yeah, try, yeah. try to treat exactly. people like your friends. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I respect that. I respect that. I agree. I agree. You know, I get laughed at a lot, but that's okay. That's the fun of it. Okay. Okay. What has been like kind of your favorite high school experience? Um, out of all your like four years or like three and a half of high my school, favorite high school experience does that mean like in school? Like if you were to kind of like tell me a story like of like one of the favorite experiences that you can remember, I don't know. It could be like winning something, like uh, a big accomplishment for you, maybe like doing well on a, a test or something. What was like kind of like your biggest moment that you think you're you're like proud of or that you that you want to remember? That I'm proud of, jeez, that's a tough one. I'd say for me, it was uh, like a really big moment for me that I felt really proud of was uh, me making like the Knights Crossing team, like my sophomore year, aka the first season I ran. Mm. So, because when when I was when I worked cross country, like I didn't think I was like I didn't think I'd be good, but I thought it'd be pretty average. I'd be like, okay, I'll just run for the sake of it, you know, just do it, like quit after quit after uh, quit for track, all that stuff. But then, like, I made the Knights Crossing team off of like a really good mile that I ran. I ran up, like a six flat on my first mile, which is like the third best on the team for first years. And I was like, "Wow, okay, okay." And then I just felt like really accomplished and proud that like I was going, and like I felt really good about myself. And like that could be the motivation to keep running for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. That's nice, man. That's nice. Uh, <laughs> what would you say is like? Uh... I know that you do watch like some anime. If, okay. if like, let's say like for me, right, a guy who doesn't want to watch anime. Yeah. I heard Death Note's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd say a Boku new thing. Like, what what would you recommend for someone who's like interested in anime? Who's interested in starting? Yeah, I would just say, like I would say I would say you watch Haikyuu. It's it's a, it's is, like it's it's an anime about volleyball. And okay, all right, I like it. I like where this is going. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot more. It's a, it's really it's dudes, really, bitches, dudes. What? What? Dudes playing volleyball. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> so do you want to explain it? No, I'm doing okay, something. Fine. Okay, explain it. Okay. Why, so why should I watch this dudes playing volleyball? Because I feel like. It's a lot more grounded in reality. Like it's a lot of animes, like uh, like crazy, like flashy, like exciting, like action, like stuff that's like not realistic. But this is like grounded in reality. So like I feel like, you, um, for at least for athletes, you can emphasize a lot more the characters. Like 
for every victory, for every defeat, for every growth, every step that they take, like it's just a lot, it's a lot more rewarding if you're like an athlete because you can like empathize and can empathize with them and like their motives and stuff like that. Mm. That's the way I personally feel. What is like the the biggest difference between kind of like anime and um or for, first of all, do you watch sub or dub mostly? Uh, depends. I do both. Okay, you do both. Like, what, what's like the biggest like difference between watching an anime and let's say like Arrow or like Friends or something like that? Is it? Do you feel like the it's, anime it's shows have like a meaning behind them or something? I feel like. I feel like watching anime is like it's like watching a movie or like re- sorry it's, it's like it's like reading a book. There's like okay. there's like because like there's there's a lot of like underlying things, a lot of underlying meaning, a lot of like all of all that kind of like like you're saying like it's a deeper work and like there's a lot more details, a lot more fleshed out. Because I feel like except like watching like Friends is just like it's always it's always good for laugh. Like like The Office, like I I have fun watching that show. It's like I don't dislike them, mm-hmm. but I feel like um like comparing it to like Arrow or like The Flash, like. I think yeah. think of like the Flash season one, like with like all that mystery and like all of that, like all that like de- like all um, all all that. And then add like a deeper add like a deeper underlying meaning to it, and it's and it's like really good. It's yeah. like think of like the classic movies, and that's like and that's what watching like an anime feels like for me. Mm-hmm. So it's like a, a good movie or a good book to you. I think so. I agree. Yeah. Would you prefer watching anime over like a I don't know an English show? If you uh, know that like the. Or does it depend? Kind of. It depends. Yeah. It definitely depends. Because for me, okay. movie, I like. I really like movies. Like, I feel like watching a movie with friends is just like a really fun. I have a good time yeah. doing that. So, like, that's probably my number one priority. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, you have uh, you have pretty nice pencils, right? You use like, <laughs> the uni. What is it called? Uni. Cora. Yeah, I have. So. Let's see. So the first, the first pencil I got was like I got like a bait. So I, got like, I got like a Kurotoga gun roulette, and that was like, okay. so like I had that pencil, like I really liked it, but it felt like kind of heavy. Mm-hmm. So then, then I saw Sid's. So then I saw Sid's pencil. He had a Uniball Alpha Gel, and like that was really cool because I liked it because it was really light and like it had like a squishy gel grip. So then like I, so then I bought it, and then I've been using it ever since. Jason, you have some pretty cool pencils too, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. How'd you how'd you get those pencils, Jason? <laughs> <laughs> I, I stole yours. <laughs> um, do you, do you like Muji pens? Are you into that kind of stuff too? No, oh, no, oh, I'm not. Oh. I don't I don't do any like drawing, calligraphy, or like. Uh, okay, okay. I just want to know because um, that stuff's kind of cool, you know. I just like I just like my Alpha Gel. <sighs> all right, all right. Um, all right, I think it's time to get into the speedrun questions here. All right, big it on. All right, let me, let me get them ready. Do you need a, a glass of water? <laughs> I know, I'm all good. Okay, Sid, do you want to do it? No, I'm doing something. Okay, fine, I'll do it. I'm busy. Okay. Busy. Okay, do you already know the questions? No, I don't. Oh, so you haven't been listening to my podcast? I have, but like I don't remember them. I remember, like, I remember, favorite, I remember like favorite foods. I remember favorite, favorite food. Uh huh. I don't remember, but like I feel like I'll, I'll know them when you say them, but I don't remember like all the off the top of my head. Okay, okay. All right, let's just do you know the rules. Five seconds for each question. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Question one: Favorite music? Alt rock. Favorite food? Ice cream. Favorite color? Um, blue. Do you have any pets? No. Do you have any siblings? I have a younger sister. What's your favorite TV show? My favorite TV show? Let's go with... Hmm. I don't really know. 
Really? All right. Let's Number seven. I, I, I can go. I can go with the office for now. We'll go with that for now. Okay, buddy. Number seven, celebrity crush. Uh, Jennifer Aniston. Really? Yeah. Honestly, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I see it. I see it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the first one I've heard. I kind of like that one. Okay. <laughs> Number eight. What do you want to do in the future? Uh, I want to do something to do with business, probably management. Business. Gotcha. Uh, do you have any senior year advice? Senior advice. Um, I would say enjoy it. Enjoy it while you have it. Don't take. Don't like sit there and be like, oh no, college. Worry, because that just ruins the fun. You know, just like every time you're a little worried, senior year, just take a deep breath, relax, think, uh, think of all the things that you have to look forward to, and then like just just take each day as it comes and enjoy it, because you know sometimes it gets it ends up getting taken away from you. Nice, nice. I know Jennifer Aniston looks like Miss Stewart. <laughs> okay, buddy, why are you trying to expose? <laughs> all right, and then what's one fact about yourself? One fun fact about myself. Um, fun fact about myself. I don't know what a fun fact about myself is. That's a tough one. Well, how about I? I would rather spend time with someone else than spend time on my own by myself. Mm. All right. That's that's an interesting one. Yeah. That's nice. Nice. Have you ever gone camping? I have not gone camping before. No. Mm. Do you think that would be kind of scary? I think I would. <laughs> you know, you know, my, my biggest fear is kind of like, it's it's isolation. So, uh, you know, what I don't if know how you had, feel. Ooh, this is, I should ask this for every podcast. If you're on an island, what are three things that you would take with you? My friends, my friends, and my friends. Just three people? <laughs> no, I'd take people, food, and water. I'm not stupid. People, people food, and water? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, I want to survive. <laughs> Wait, what are the people for? Like, just, just so I don't get bored. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, fine. What do you want? How about, how about a boat? Is that better? <laughs> yeah, how about, how, about a, how, about, how about a yacht, a cell phone, and a cell tower? Is that better? <laughs> yeah, I like the last one. Uh, we'll see. I'm going I'm to start using that one. That's a good question. Do you, do you have any uh, good interview questions I could use, AK? Uh, good interview questions, like yeah, like fun questions, or like would you rather? Oh, would you rather? Like I have, I have a lot of would you rather's. I can send you a list. Uh, I can send you a little list right, that I have right, with right. me. I got Sorry, you. Send me Okay, we're not gonna do it now, but you can send right. me a list later. Obviously. All right. Uh, now it's time for the Instagram segment. Oh, my go okay, so you do, do you listen to my podcast. All right. I do. You know, Jackie right. lives on top now. <sighs> Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> okay. We're talking about it. It's important. <laughs> Ask me about know. esports. Like, okay. <laughs> Why he, he No one else is gonna know about esports. He's an avid viewer of esports. <laughs> no, uh, I am not. Uh, no, I am not Sid. He is. I have a. I, I have a good you picture. <laughs> All right, AK. All right, All right, so you have to give you some context, right? Okay. See, uh, Wait, which 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 account are we on? Your main. Okay. Do you want me to go on your spam? No, 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 no. You can go on. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I see. I see John Jones. I see Troy. I see Mocky <laughs> closing your eyes. I see Albert. I see Tyreen. Tr- I see Chaz. And, I see and then I see you. Can you can you explain this one for me? So this is a Troy's birthday party. We went uh, paintballing at Pev's. It was a pretty fun day. I enjoyed it. So I decided it was worthy of posting. 
Mm. Okay. Just checking. All right, I got a, I got a, another picture. I see Sleepy, Drew, Renee, Betty. Is that Vasu? Who's behind you? That is Vasu. <laughs> oh, Shimon. Do you want to explain this one? Uh, this is us um, after King's Dominion. Mm-hmm. So, uh, for those of you who don't know, the calculus, te- the calculus team at Oakton High School gets to go to King's Dominion on a field trip uh, every spring. And... <laughs> So pretty, it's a pretty fun day where you just like ride roller coasters, and this is the group that I went with, you know, and I had a good time. So, yeah, yeah, it's good. All right, awesome. I got a, I got a picture here. It says Boyos uh, twenty with two exclamation marks. Do you want to explain <laughs> the, the context here? What, what are Boyos first of all? Uh, that's a good question. Yeah. I'm not the right one to answer that. For those of you who have missed it, you should, you should check out uh, Andy's um, podcast. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, what is this? Right, the caption says 7-2 squad. <laughs> and it's you like sideways with some weird people. You have a pink <laughs> like a pink headband. <laughs> this, is the only, this is the only picture that I kept from middle school. It's like the last day of school. Uh you know, like we were just like I was just like goofing off, you know, with my friends, having a good time. Uh-huh. Um so yeah, that's that. Nice, nice. I just have to keep some memory in Massachusetts, you know. I can't. I can't sit there like kind of never happened. You feel? Yeah, I got you. All right. I, I gotta go on Instagram too now. I got a picture here from Universal. See yeah. some two. It's kind of hard to see because it's at night. But uh, <laughs> you want to explain what you guys are doing over there? Uh, so we're just we're just like hanging out. Those are my two best friends. From- um, I hadn't, I hadn't, I hadn't seen them for a while. So, and then like we all got down and went to like Universal. So like that was just a really good time. Mm. Okay, nice. All right, I got a picture at AMC. Um, this guy's got some blue cargo <laughs> cargo shorts. Andrew, Andrew Thong over here. You with the so the uh, drawstring Andrew, bag? Yeah, that's Andrew Thong. That's a uh, that's Odin Wojta. Those are like <laughs> those are <laughs> those are my those are, like my two best friends from middle school. Oh, okay. Uh, so that's that's this picture taken in high school, by the way. So like, they're like my first two friends when I moved here. You know, like no one really talked to me, but like they made the effort to like, you know, see see what's up with me. So like, I really appreciate that. So shout out to Andrew and Odin, pretty cool dudes. Mm. And yeah, so we decided to go watch Guardians of the Galaxy two. That was a really fun. That was a really really fun day. Um, <laughs> Andrew dropped <laughs> Andrew dropped a bucket of popcorn on the person in front of him. <laughs> oh my god, wait, really? Like a whole bucket or just like some of it? Yeah. <laughs> like he started laughing and the popcorn like flew up. <laughs> like, <laughs> 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 Stupid. <laughs> what did the person say? I don't know, nothing. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna ask him about that. That's funny. All right. It looks like uh, I got a picture here. You guys are looking out over the water. Looks like you're calling someone. <laughs> <laughs> you want to explain this one? Captain says Yale ED on the same day as Hoko. Yeah, so uh, this is after like the Yale ED decisions came out. We all just, they, they, <laughs> they, they got our admissions. But uh, jokes aside, Yale does not have an early decision. No, uh, you know, no way. You got me. That's a running joke between one of my friends. You know, um, we thought we thought the picture just like looked cool. This is at homecoming, by the way. Good time. Yeah. Yeah. There's a uh, Mr. Jason on the far left. In case you didn't know. Okay. Yeah. 
So your caption here says, uh, run with the wind. Do you want to explain what that one means? <laughs> what does run with the wind mean? Is that an anime? No, it's like, it's, it's like, it means like go with the flow, you feel? It is an anime. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go with the flow. Go with the flow, go with the flow. It's because like for me, like I, I try to like take each day as it comes and like I try not to like, like I like trying to like mess around stuff and like whatever happens is gonna happen and I'm gonna go with it and like not be upset about it. So that's 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 kind of like my life motto. So I like it. That's good. Glad to hear it. Any any final thoughts here, AK? Anything you want to add on? Um, none for me. Uh, I just want to thank Mr. Jason for having me on the cast and thank you to for thank you to Sid for joining us. Hey, you're welcome. Hey, yeah, I got to finish out. your thing, man. Alright, thank you guys for listening to this special episode today with Mr. Oxworth Barra. If you liked it, make sure that you hit the like button, uh, comment, subscribe, turn on notifications, all that stuff. We're going to be here uh, all week. I got some other posts coming up for you guys. Um, So stay tuned, and I'll see you on the next one. Alright, catch you later. Bye.